0: Welcome. You're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. Now, I... Although December is going to be very uh, busy and it's going to go really quick, I wanted to put the bug in your ear about your 2022 goal planning. And the reason why I want to put the bug in your ear is because I know that many of you, when you're thinking about their upcoming year um, and you're thinking about, okay, what's next in terms of growth initiatives for us, um, you are probably thinking of things like perhaps taking new training for some more advanced uh, treatments that you want to offer. Maybe you are thinking about bringing in a new retail line um, or expanding your retail line. Maybe you are looking at adding a new service and doing a service launch. Perhaps you're looking at hiring new team members or maybe even uh, expanding your spa space. Now, all of those things can be very pricey in terms of what you need to do uh, for outlay and money and especially outlay and time. And one of the things that I'm really focusing on and have been uh, for for half of this year and specifically and for 2022 going forward in my business and I wanted to share this with you too, is that you don't necessarily have to add anything new to your business to constitute a growth initiative. <clears throat> in fact, if you want to make 2022 a lot easier on yourself in terms of launching, hiring, you know, changing, finding a new space, doing a reno, I mean, all of that is a lot. And if I were to tell you that you could earn more uh, without doing that kind of work, I think some of you might be like, "Mm, please tell me more. So here we are. So today's topic is about 2022 profit boosters. And the position I want to take on this is that there are places in your business that you could be optimizing your profit um, rather than uh, thinking that you need to add something new, that you need to invest in something new in order to make money. So this is all about optimization, optimization, optimization. Now, what normally happens, I think for most entrepreneurs, we're We're really good at ideas. We love ideas. We love the visionary process, and we're not great implementers. Can I get a, can I get a, a, you know, anybody sharing that that's true for them? Can I get a raise of hands? Um, I know it's true for me, which is why I have a team to help me implement because I know it is not my strong point. So. Coming back to this topic of profit boosters for 2022, I want to talk, I want to share with you a few things that you can consider in terms of optimizing your profit rather than looking at adding something new to your business. Because, you know, it, it's it's a lot easier to optimize something. Um, and even the spa industry tends to like to just add new stuff, add new stuff, add new stuff. Like It's human nature. But if you want to really deepen your business uh, success, at some point, you do have to stop and start optimizing. Now, I talk a lot about optimizing when it comes to optimizing your business, when it comes to systems, um, you know, so that you're making your life easier in terms of admin, of training team members, of, you know, how clients come into your business. But this is just one of those systems. It's like a profit system that I want you to consider for 2022. All right. Now I just want to make this kind of a short and sweet little podcast so you can literally make a list of, of things to, uh, that you can look at in your business to optimize. So let's just dive right in. Okay. So the first profit booster that I want you to look at is your cost per treatment. All right. So now a lot of you have done your cost per treatment. However, you are missing some critical information when i have spot owners come to me for coaching what i notice is that if they have done their cost per treatment it's only it's only the actual like cost of the product. So essentially what your, if you get a little sheet from your, from your skincare line that tells you your cost per treatment, that's only one narrow bit of information they're giving you. They're just getting the cost per treatment of the products you're using. You need to make sure, and you may have even, uh, included your sundries, like, uh, your gauze, your Q-tips tissue, all of that kind of thing. And maybe you have included that, but what I see a lot of spas not including is their labor costs if they have team members and not just straight commission but you also have labor costs in terms of what you need to pay um, you know for workman's comp um you know the you know here in Canada we have Canada pension plan that we have to match uh unemployment insurance we have to match and so those are considered expenses that we have to take into consideration in your service because it is affecting your bottom line. You're just not seeing it right now. The other aspect that I want you to include in your cost per treatment is your overall overhead. So, uh, admin. So that's reception. That is rent. That is water. That's to, you know keep the power on. Um, all of your overhead expenses for the year. You need to figure that out and then you can split it up into how many, you know, uh, weeks you're open. You can basically whittle it down into what it costs you per minute to keep the lights on and running. So you absolutely need to include your uh, general overhead expenses in with your cost per treatment because that's truly part of the cost of giving that service. And so, if you haven't been including your labor costs like all of them or haven't been including your overhead you can probably see why there's maybe hasn't been enough money at the end of the month it's just there's pieces of the equation that you've missed so if you would you know if you're if you've got one task as far as a spa profit booster to do, that is the one that I would get you to work on first. It sure reveals a whole heck of a lot. Uh, Feedback that I've gotten from uh, my clients when we've done this work, most of them are like, what? (laughs) They can hardly believe it. Um, And then they're kicking themselves for not doing this exercise earlier. So I've had many that are, you know, they're, they're facial that they do the most of. It's kind of the entry point into their business. They do a ton of them. I've had it where owners are like, what? I'm not making any money on that. Holy cow. Whoa. Okay. Now I get it. Now I I understand why there's not enough money at the end of the month. So that is what I want to challenge you with is to do a cost per treatment exercise completely, including overhead and labor. All right. Um, Now, one of the things that comes, you know, the the, the tactical pieces in terms of profit boosters that come after that exercise is done usually is a price increase because now you know how much it actually costs you to do your signature facial. Um, and you're going to have to deal with, uh, communicating to your clients that, a you know, price increase has to happen. Um, the other, uh, Piece that it brings up for you is if you have a team, are is, po- is possibly a compensation analysis. So if you're paying straight commission still, uh, it's pretty difficult to keep a handle on your payroll cost because you know if the service price goes up, then your payroll goes up. Like it's you want to keep payroll as fixed as possible. The industry really is shifting over into an hourly model, um, an hourly maybe a small bit of commission on services. There still is pretty traditional and pretty standard to have a commission on retail, but it's straight commission on services that can get really problematic when it comes to profitability. Okay, so it just may bring up some questions about compensation, this isn't working for me, I need to look at a different way. All right, profit booster number two is to analyze your own uh, spa sales metrics so that's not that's your total service sorry total sales total service sales and total retail, as well as spa industry metrics that we should be tracking, things like retail to service ratio, pre-booking ratio, average ticket, broken down into uh, average service ticket, average retail ticket, and if your system can track it, uh, first visit retention. And so I'm a huge proponent and I know a lot of uh, spa business coaches are the same way. We're all about track your numbers, track your numbers, track your numbers. And it's not to be a broken record, but it's so that you can see the patterns that are happening in your business. Now, the profit booster piece that I want to share with you is that if you know, if if you're tracking your metrics and you also know the spa industry benchmarks for those metrics, like pre-booking, retail to service ratio, Um, Average ticket is more of a a race against your own numbers. Um, But first visit retention, if you don't know the spa industry benchmarks for that, it's really hard to know where you stand. So when I first learned about spa industry benchmarks um, and I went back home and looked at my my numbers on my computer because this is way before anything was cloud based. I realized that my, uh, the, the retail to service ratio was an abysmal 9%. Um, and I had a team of four or five at the time and the industry standard is 30. So all of a sudden I had some knowledge about where the gap was in our retail sales. And Then I was able to create strategies with my team, meet with my team on a regular basis, teach them about these metrics, coach them on it. And within a few months, we um, we bumped right up to 30 percent and beyond. So knowing tracking your metrics is one of those profit boosters because you can't make changes to things you can't track. Uh, It makes it really difficult to make any changes if you're not tracking anything, because then it's all up like, I think, I feel. And when it comes to business, we cannot rely on thinking and feeling alone. We have to have data to back it up. So I would recommend for 2022, your profit booster would be to create a spreadsheet for yourself that would track your spa sales and your spa metrics so that you can see the pattern that is happening. Um, I'd also research into spa industry uh, spa industry benchmarks in terms of where you need to be so that you see where the gaps are, not only as a spa as a whole, but if you have a team, you should be having a spreadsheet of their sales and metrics individually, because that is where you see where the gaps are with the team. Okay. Then you can start making changes in terms of, you know, maybe your co- your team needs some sales training. Maybe they need a little bit more co- one-on-one coaching every month, but we we need to be able to see those metrics to make change. Okay, um, number four, profit booster. If you are, um, if you have a team or you're thinking about hiring, hiring, hiring a team, excuse me, then, um, so I say, if you have a team, it's definitely one of those uh, times to do a compensation analysis, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. If you are paying straight commission, very difficult to uh, manage your profit margins with that. So this is just a putting, again, putting a bug in your ear. It might be time to um, start making a plan to shift over uh, how you are paying your team. And it does not need to be a big dramatic thing. I've done it with my own team before. Uh, I've helped spas transition their teams into an hourly pay structure. It all has to do with how you're communicating, okay? Okay, the last one has to do, Profit Booster has to do with if you are a spa and you're feeling like you need to move into a bigger facility. Whoa, that is a huge expense. Uh, it's It's a huge initial outlay of an expense to have to renovate for a spa, but it's also a huge ongoing expense. So if you're not, you know, if you're struggling to be profitable right now and you expand your space, you're now gonna be uh, have a bigger outlay of money out on the outset, but then have an outlay of money that you're going to need to support for the next year as you add more team members and train them and coach them. You know, it's definitely possible to grow with people and grow your space. It's just expensive and it takes time to do so. So you, if that's what you wanna do, if you are truly at capacity that's, that's, that, and that's the move you wanna make, awesome what I do notice for spa, some spas is that they get caught up in in um, thinking that they don't have any more capacity. So for example, a few years ago, I had a previous client, she sent me an email and said, hey, Kirsten, um, I'm thinking about expanding my space. Can we book a, an hour call? I just, you know, want to bounce some ideas off you. Well, it turned out that Um, she didn't need to expand her physical space. All she actually needed to do, she still had capacity in the evenings during the week, as well as a Sunday. So rather than, you know, having to take on uh, more debt to expand, as well as, you know, that cash outlay as you're hiring team members and training and they're not quite up and running yet, rather than having that risk, she was able to optimize her business as is, but started adding more evenings and a Sunday Um, uh, and so that's the move that she made and saved herself a ton of money a ton of uh, mental (laughs) mental capacity and in the end she's you know was able to make more of a profit at the end of the day because she didn't have to do all that extra um, outlay of, of cash and then the cash flow that needed to happen to keep it going. So there are some 2022 profit boosters. It has to do with your, your services, your cost per treatments, your metrics, knowing your metrics, tracking your metrics, knowing what the industry benchmarks are so you can see where the holes in your business is. And then make those tweaks and coach your team. That's part of that optimizing is, is coaching your team to sell better. Um, and you know, I just want to kind of add a, one little piece in there. If you have a team. Is it has to do with coaching? So if you've got team members that just aren't producing that great, and maybe you have a couple that are are, are great, it's kind of time to also look at our own leadership style. Like, when was the last time they had like a proper sales training? Um, when was the last time you've done one-on-one coaching with them? Are you booking like monthly meetings one-on-one for your team? Have Have you taught them? Industry benchmarks. Have you taught them the, the metrics that that we actually track in this business? Have you taught them how to make changes to to those metrics? So there could be that piece to optimize as well as just your own leadership and internal uh, coaching systems for your team in order to help them to sell better. Rather than oh, this team member isn't selling, you know I'm gonna we got to get rid of them and get somebody on. Well, you kind of thrown the baby out with the bathwater because they may have been a, you know pretty good service provider. Um, And yeah, you might be frustrated that their retail isn't that great or at all, but I would be working on optimizing my team member and coaching them first before. um, And if they still are like flat out, I don't care about selling, then it's definitely time to for them to move on. So there's all sorts of places in our business that we can optimize rather than adding something new. In fact, <laughs> you know, I said at the beginning of this podcast, this is, you know, for 2022, this is definitely something I'm focusing on in my business. Um, and my, my partner, Delia, if you ever listen to us um, to, uh, with our marketing with Delia episodes, we actually at our, our November planning session, we actually did a pinky swear that we are not adding any more new training for ourselves or the team that we are going to be optimizing the services that we have really, really, really well. Um, And then maybe next year, maybe 2023, uh, we'll take on some new training because, you know, part of that is our own. We like to learn things as well. Uh, It's exciting for us. It's fulfilling in our career. It's fulfilling for us to share that with spa owners. But sometimes we need to kind of slow our roll and optimize all the good stuff we're already doing to make it even better, deepen our client experience, deepen our client outcomes, deepen our own fulfillment in our our business. And so, you know, if we're flat out busy taking all sorts of new courses back to back to back to back, that kind of burns us out. So we also know that It's kind of a it's an energy booster for us to work on optimizing our systems and our profitability for 2022. So a little bit of work for you for 2022, but not as much as adding some of these really big growth initiatives. All right. That's it for me for Spa Business Mastery Podcast. And it's actually going to be the last podcast of 2021. Um, for the last few weeks, I've, uh, if you are needing spa business, um, advice, knowledge, training, I invite you to head over to the podcast on my website, kirstenfoss.com. And there are years and years, I think almost a decade actually of, um, blogs and podcasts that you can search and glean all sorts of information Uh, to get, you know, if you've got some time between Christmas and New Year's, dig into there and find what you need. I'm actually closing my office from December 20th until January 3rd. Um, I'll be checking email, but other than that, I'm not gonna be doing any client work and it's all about rest and restoring for the end of the year to, re- to greet the new year with some refreshed energy and some bright eyes for 2022 and what that's going to bring. So happy holidays for all of you. Uh, thank you so much for listening this year. This is the first full year that I've done a podcast. Um, Spa Business Mastery podcast and it's gotten great feedback. If you love it, I would love it if you gave a rating wherever you're listening from. And feel free to share it. If you know if you have an SD bestie that is getting started with spa business or is in spa business already and could use a hand, then uh, let her know about this podcast so that she or he can um, make some positive changes in their spa business. Take care and we'll see you in the new year.